This is Chase, Dean, and Brody, and you're listening to Doss and Toss. He impetuously slams on the boot. Justify yourselves. Who's gonna thread the needle between the two? Yeah, we love what you say. Um, <laughs> 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 uh, all right. Who's your favorite player? Harry Shizor, Goruz. Oh, nice. Oh, <laughs> sick. Yeah, what a start to 2023. Round one had a bit of everything. A draw on opening night. Our boy, Harry Sheasel, takes the headlines. Brody's man, Harry Himmelberg, takes a screamer. But Jeremy Howe screams in pain after a broken arm. Boys, it's been some start to the season. Brody, welcome back to the podcast after missing out last week. Um, do you want to give the uh, listeners the reason why you were absent last week? I actually can't remember why was I absent. <laughs> Um, well, I'm not too sure. I think you may be a bit, bit tired, ropey. It was definitely not because I was tired. Yeah, what about a spa night no, at Cody's? I'm joined, as always, by Dean, who doesn't miss out on the podcast. And we're also joined by a familiar face and voice in Adam Schuster. Uh, Adam, welcome back to the podcast yep. again. Uh, how does it feel to come on again? Yeah, no, it's nice. Thanks for having me back, boys. Uh, always a pleasure being here. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Must, must be doing something right if he's. If he he's must be doing here. something right. I mean, I, I would be lying if I didn't say he was a fill-in for Brody, who I didn't think was going to turn up tonight. But <laughs> um, Brody is here, and Adam's here, so we got four. So excellent. Denny, 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 what caught your eye in round one? Yeah, I think one of the biggest talking points was the surface um, after of? of the G and Marvel as well. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Ed Sheeran. Harry Styles combining for some massive headlines with players slipping all over the ground and particularly mm. that white fluff which was on the yes. ground which we that, noticed every game. Yep. That's all over Melbourne though. Yeah, That's not it's, just the, yeah but the, the, the roof was on it at Marvel. Yeah, so it's not for the ground. It's No, it is I think it is for the I looked it up on the internet. It said it's for the ground. But um, they put the white fluff on the Yeah, ground. apparently it's good for the soil. I can't confirm it, but I looked that up. Mm. Like it's it's called a dandelion. Yeah, but no, it was a bit different. Those are the ones you uh, you they make a wish for, and we actually got one in our hands. They're artificial dandelions. So I'm pretty sure they okay. were good there. We saw them in the city on the way back from Marvel. Like yeah, everywhere. true. Yeah, it was yeah. just yeah, weird, weird. Yeah, yeah. I actually grabbed one and, and made a wish that um Harry would uh, play well. So um, they do work. Um, <laughs> so. Should we just kick off with Harry? I mean, it's the elephant in the room. We just watched him on 360. Um, he spoke quite quite nicely, and I was saying um to you boys that you know. We trained him. Like uh, Dean's mom was uh, saying, you know, why does he speak so well? I was saying, you know, well, we trained him on Doss and Toss. <laughs> um, so that's, you know, the reason why he speaks. Yeah. Um, He's well-groomed. Well-groomed. And and Robbo, they love him. Could tell. I think he could give Robbo some tips. Yeah, he could. Oh, Robbo's right. a bit weird, but yeah, well-groomed <laughs> and well-articulated. What The one weird bit was when Robbo was asking Sydney? him all the states he been. Tasmania? <laughs> yeah. South Australia? Yeah, no, that was, that was interesting. Yeah. But let's go to his performance. I mean... We all know the quality of player is, but we didn't necessarily know that he was going to thrive down back. Did anyone really expect a performance of you know thirty four disposals? Well, personally, I, I actually thought he was playing in the forward line. Yeah, as, as mates, did we. Yeah, yeah until he, a few mates said just before, yeah, he actually said he's playing in the back line. Um, so that was interesting. I wasn't expecting him to necessarily rack up the disposals more, more to kick some goals, but yeah, I I was shocked. Oh, actually, I wasn't shocked. I always knew he he had that in him, um, but thirty four touches is is this next level impressive. Um, so yeah, Mazel Tov on that performance and yeah, from the proud. whole of the family, doesn't toss family, you know, 
congratulations and signed a uh, three-year contract extension, I believe, today. So it's all, going on. it's all happening for, for H. Sheasel and as I it's put it in the got, story. It's happened so fast. Yeah, he's, he's going up too fast. And um, he's also managed it really well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. It's like my career with the ones like Ricky Ponting reaching out and that. It's yeah, like when you pop off for like a 2020 in my career or something. Yeah, yeah. hopefully he doesn't have a Vic Van Lyre. Uh, anyone gets that? No, I don't get it. Sorry. Vic Van Lyre, you may get it. Okay, whatever. <laughs> um, Brody, were you at the Collingwood Geelong game on Friday night? Yeah, I was, Chase. How was the atmosphere at the MCG? Felt like a finals game, not going to lie. Um, after my last three games being, or two games being finals, not including the Sydney Collingwood game, wasn't there. Um, just felt like another finals game, getting used to it, which is probably a bad thing with some of these up-and-coming games. But yeah, like to hear the crowd, like the, the chance of, of Collingwood again and go like pies and, and stuff like that. It was um, incredible to be around. I, didn't, I actually theater. didn't know about the, the Cox situation until I saw on Instagram. A bit hard to see from, from level four. But yeah, we were definitely billing Ollie Henry hard from, from the start, which like I'm not a huge fan of because I, I, I still love him. Yeah. Um, and it's not necessarily justified. We also did it with Trelaw, which didn't make sense. Mm. But that Darcy Moore tackle was yeah, all, like almost scripted. Yeah, like yeah. they read over it beforehand and they they planned it out. Um, but that that was that was brilliant. I'm just worried we're also gonna boo Grundy in a few weeks' mm. time. Hopefully not on Queen's birthday. Um, just I uh, had a bit of a stalk of only Henry's Instagram and like the amount of comments from Pies fans on like a birthday post for his mate. Really? Yeah, that was like I don't know. I don't know what to say about that. Because, like, yeah. yes, like, fully you can dislike him and be resentful towards his decision to move just up the highway and, like, he's a st- like he was, like, one of your star players. But I don't know about, like, taking it out on comments. But booing, I think, is fine. Unfortunately, it's inevitable. With social media and how accessible it is, to especially with keyboard warriors, Yeah, you, you can't really avoid it. It's like... Rook- Regardless of how minimal the situation is, especially if a player's been suspended um, or charged with something, um, even racism, stuff like that, it's it's very hard to avoid. And it's it sucks, but yeah. Yeah, I think it, him, Horn Francis, like, what are they, like 19 and 20 maybe? Mm. Like, very young to be coping with this stuff. Yeah. And that's but the other side of the athlete. Yeah, uh, a mate of mine in my media class actually today was uh, explaining how, like, not just AFL, but Australian athletes in general, they probably get criticised the most, like, um, in the world. You know, as soon as they do one thing wrong, uh, everyone's quick to jump on them and, you know, meme them per se, or... You don't think that happens elsewhere? No, I think think this is what is coming from him, but I I just think we're very quick to turn on our players um, if they do one thing wrong, just because of, in sport in Australia, we have a high standard of you know, fairness and yeah. um, sportsmanship. Yeah. That's what we value. So yeah. when someone breaches that, the public tend to, to go hard on them. Have you um, not heard about the criticism on athletes in Argentina with one of those soccer Yeah, players true. I was there, asking so it was Colombia, actually. Yeah, uh, Colombia? Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, he gave away an own goal and yeah, yeah, he got killed in a couple yeah. of days later. Yeah, that's... So. That's what comes to mind. Yeah, that's more like, yeah, true. Yeah, make a fair point there. Yeah, I think it's a bit different. I'm talking about more like off the field stuff, but 
Isn't that not off the field? That's like these fans making it their lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. seriously. Like, like there's it's more, it's more to it. Yeah, than I think football, obviously. Yeah. Like, they have the they're cults yeah. and they're full. All right. Um, Adam, you obviously didn't watch the Colton Richmond game live, but as a big Blues fan, what did you make of, of the draw? Is, you know, as a Colton fan, yeah. you know, you've had a lot of heartbreak in last year especially, um, starting off the way you finished. Yeah, no, I... I th- a lot of other Carlton fans said that we were probably hard done by by the draw. Obviously, that's an easy thing to say after a draw. Both sides would say they deserved the win. I actually th- didn't think we played that well. Um, obviously, there's an issue in closing out games. Lost to Melbourne, lost to Collingwood. Uh, now the draw probably could have won all three of those games, I still think. Um, probably deserved the Melbourne game. Collingwood was touch and go. Obviously, a few comebacks in there. This game was close, like, the whole game. So I, I really don't think we deserve the win, actually. Where, where, where would you rate your overall, overall skills in the game on on um, Thursday compared to those last few rounds? Oh, much lower on Thursday. Yeah. yeah. But Richmond as well. It was I, a very I scrappy agree. game. Yeah. yeah. It's round I just one. Thought, uh, yeah, of course. I, I just thought they, they looked a lot a lot cleaner and sharper. It was also very low. I think both back lines were very good. That was probably a reason why the scores were low, but the skills were quite bad compared to last year. I do apologise. It was my fault about time management last week, and Eden Cohen let us know. We didn't get to the From the Fan segment, but we will get to it now. So a couple of comments. Corey Berman, probably one of our most loyal listeners, says, Brisbane in the dumps. He's gone early on Brisbane. A lot of us, Dean and I, we uh, had them for minor premiers. So a loss to Port Adelaide early, a big loss. Do you think we overhyped them? Um, no, nah, you can't re- overreact after round one. I think Port were under a lot of pressure after starting 0-5 last year. And they got the job done at home. And no, nah, Brisbane, they had a lot of new recruits. Like Yes, it was very disappointing. And th- they are under a lot of pressure because they're not known for showing up when it matters. I don't think, would you say? Big games have they turned yeah, out like other than against you? Last, last season, I, I said it a few times, like I didn't rate them and I kind of got sucked in by the Dunkley, Ashcroft, Gunston, McKenna uh, trades in. But I still expect them to do well. I still have question marks. And yeah, I think I did I did get you know sucked in, I guess, by the by the offseason moves. I still think there's a lot of a lot of room for improvement, especially in that midfield. I think they're a bit one one paced. I think the back line's also an issue. Obviously, yeah, without I Marcus think that's Adams. Been flagged as well. Yeah. That that was people were talking about that in the preseason yeah. as well, though. I don't so know if you can win a premiership with that back on. Mm. Yeah, Jude asks, Collingwood are like third act of a Shakespeare, all climax, all the time. <laughs> um, very interesting analogy there, Jude. I actually don't mind it. I I see where you're coming from. We we do turn we do um seem to to leave it to the last quarter at times and make it interesting for the fans and give us. Bit of a heartache. Um, but yeah, kind of summarised how how we we go about the games in terms of our, I don't know. Game style. Yeah, our style. It's very exciting. I think you're very the most exciting team. In yeah. the as a neutral, it's uh, all-time climax, as Jude has described. Uh, shout out to Jude as well. I love his comments um, on our post. He's a very uh, intellectual... Um, Character. Yeah, character. Articulates and, uh, himself yeah, nicely. Yeah, sophisticated and obviously well 
articulating. Um, Jude, you know, we could we could get him on, um, but there's a few people that could be uh, in the lineup of guests, so we'll leave that. Um, in the mix. Yeah. Chuck. <laughs> nice. In the mix. Chuck has said uh, Hawthorne top eight. I think he's uh, mocking our boy Zach Alter for his co- big call last week. and yeah, He's been given the flick, eh? <laughs> yeah, he's been given the flick, but that's because we've got a couple of uh, the cavalry have returned. But just on Zach's big call, so that TikTok... It blew up a little bit. It's on like 15K views or something. <laughs> but the, all the comments were saying uh, Zesty Hawthorne supporter. Like they're calling Zach Zesty. And like, I don't really get it. I get I, it. I'm a, I'm a man of zest. Like I, I, I recognize, <laughs> I recognize you know, Zesty and idiosyncrasies when I see them. Um, but to my boy Zach, like I, I, I didn't really think it was that Zesty. The call was terrible. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Zachy, he, he copped it well. Like he took it on the chin and um, I don't think he's, affected Dean you're obviously his brother how's he been feeling yeah um no nah, he's been fine it was hard call yeah and at the game once we kicked a few goals in the first quarter he's like I told you and I'm like no 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah it'd be like 2018 Colton when we kicked the first five against Richmond mm. then went on to win two games that year yeah we're in for a long one could be similar yeah Wingard out now straight away yeah that hurts very I've nice to um, calf One week though. Yeah but like When it's players like that Who just Always injured It's hard Eden says Watched some of JHF Looks amazing Yeah so he's obviously Referring to Horn Francis there Yeah and he does look good You know what's Been most surprising What Not Surprising but They compare Harry To Horn Francis When Wardlaw Is the exact replacement Of Horn yeah, Francis true. They're different positions If like I wouldn't call him the exact replacement. Not exact, but much more than Harry. They're not like for like. Yeah, like Harry's like the bone. Like compare Wardlaw and Francis, yeah. and then just add Harry is like an incredible bonus or something. Yeah, yeah um, I agree. Yeah, but no, he he does look good, and he will be a star. Yeah, Port Adelaide, their forwards are uh, looking nice. I think Rioli came into that team and and slotted in well. Kicked kicked a couple. Uh, Pal Pepper going down there as well. Um, so I think they look strong. Like I, I think I said my big call was that Ken Hinckley was going to get sacked. Uh, maybe Ken will be sitting a bit safer in his couch uh, tonight. But also, oh, how about how about the tsunami? The Orange tsunami, yes, the Orange tsunami is back. Uh, Sarah Ollie as well. Uh, she had the same yeah, prediction as well. I did see you, so. yeah, you posted that, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I did. I did. I did. Shout yeah. out to Sarah. Shout out to Sarah. Um, all right, we'll move on to Doss's disdain, my favourite segment, and. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave mine to last. So you boys, um, whoever wants to kick us off, uh, can can go. Uh, yeah. So we've already uh, covered this a bit, but I just want to touch on the turf at the MCG in Marvel again. I think um, I saw something that Sam Doherty said as someone who's done two ACL, one ACL, two, two, two. 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 I was actually oh, thinking okay. about two him today. Yeah. ACLs. Um, and he said he didn't actually realize, but before the game but then he saw after the game what happened and he said he'd be scared to play there mm. wait what happened on the ground for those really? was there a lot of, there was a lot of slipping over Slip- no you know what you're referring yeah. to oh, okay. yeah but he um, didn't realize before no like he didn't know oh and while then, he was playing he didn't know yeah and then he was told after or something like that i heard it also could be because of rain after the concert or something okay okay yeah but I'm no expert in grass, but yeah, it did look slippery. Yeah, Eddie Maguire made big statements saying like 
build a roof. Like they have to be building a roof if they want concerts and all this stuff and to be recognised as that premier stadium. It is. I think it's. I think it's uh, pretty well recognised. I think there's something about maybe not recognised, but like if they want to be used for concerts. Yeah, no I mean. think there's something about playing in the rain as well. Yeah, it's part of footy. Yeah, it's a winter sport. Um, my disdain was the reception around Harry Himmelberg's mark. See, okay. Himmelberg's playing in Greater Western Sydney, let's say, we'll give them 10,000 fans. No, no, not even. We'll there say 5,000. It was 8,500. 8,500. at the ground. Yeah. Okay. I thought that was he, like less than 1,000. Yeah, there was, was no one. They were all on the other side. Ah, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. He sat on Riley O'Brien for about 10 seconds. Yeah. The, the air time, the hang time was crazy. And just because it's at Greater Western Sydney, it just doesn't get that applaud it should be getting. If that yeah. was at the G in front of like 80,000, it would have been one of the best marks ever. It looked like an AFL evolution mark. The way the way he just like... Hang. Reminded me of Jeremy Howe's mark in 2012 against Sydney. Yeah. Just the way he sort of hung up yeah. there. That was, was that when he went vertical though? Horizontal, you horizontal, mean? Yeah. No, he didn't go horizontal. But like he, he did go, everyone goes vertical. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, could be mark of the year. I think it, I think it could be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was watching it live. So very be. proud. Yes, you were. Love when you're watching like a Sunday afternoon mark of the year live. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and on that, I feel like they in the past they've sort of given these mark of the year and goal of the year based on the moment rather mm, than yeah. based on its merits is what I'm trying to say. Um, like I think who won last year, Draper. Yeah, it was sort of happy with that. yeah because just because he's a ruckman and you know the crowd got around that it was a home game. Um, I think there was an, a better goal. Dacos. Yeah. Josh Dacos. Yeah. That doesn't really help my argument, but yeah. Um, mine's not so much a moment during the game or a game. It's more just the fans saying um, how a player didn't necessarily have a good game because all their touches were uncontested. I'm not referring <laughs> – no, I'm, I'm actually not referring to, like, anyone in particular. It's just overall. If, if a player – I like that call. If a I feel like it's not top. 20 disposals, 25 disposals, majority of them are contested, but their efficiency is extremely high and their ball use is incredible. How can you say that they didn't have a good game because their touches were uncontested? I actually don't understand. Like, like you go out there and try and get 20 to 25 touches in an AFL game. Like, I, I personally, I just think it's 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 a bit of rubbish. Like, ever also. You, everyone has different roles on, on, on the field. There's there's True. there's players that are out there to tackle, players out there who get the hard ball, also players that are going to get the, the, the outside ball, um, and they're obviously more suited to that. So I just don't see how that can be an argument, a valid argument at least. Yeah, I, I feel like if a player has 35 touches and... 10 are contested, so say like 25 uncontested, they'll be saying, everyone will be saying like, oh, like cheapies, like didn't get the hardball, whatever. But say they have, so that was 10 contested possessions. Say they have 15 touches, 10 are contested, 5 uncontested. You're not going to be saying, oh, it's the same amount of contested possessions. And they won't be getting hate or anything. Yeah, I, I think you can make a distinguishment. And I think it you have to look at it um, on the eye. So... For example, uh, Harry, he had 34 disposals. I think it was eight contested possessions. So the majority of possessions were uncontested. But I think the, the manner think, in which no, he eighth, got... eighth most on the ground. Yeah, I don't care. But the manner, <laughs> the manner in which he got the possessions, he was clean with the ball. You know, he was always in the right spot, intercepting the ball. Just because they weren't contested, you know, he was still in the right spot. But 
someone like Luke Ryan and Brennan Cox, who were just kicking the ball out the back the whole time yeah. and getting, you know, that's what you call cheap disposals. That That's the distinction, I think, where you judge, you know, contested. Okay, yeah, contested. that is the reason why I said not so much efficiency, but their ball use and, and how they decide to kick, like, to how they decide to use the ball is the difference in terms of whether it's cheap or Okay, not. sure. Like, yeah. You see a lot with Dacos as well. Yeah. So you see a lot of people calling his touches cheap. Mm. Just I think don't understand. Yeah. It's still compliment. I think once you start getting that slander and everything, it means you've yeah. you've made it. Yeah. No, no bad player. Yeah. Popping. I've got a new segment. Uh, Teeny, you're just going to skip me like that. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, oh, you're just... My disdain. Now, we, we talked about it before the podcast, but I didn't want to give anything away. But before I say anything... This is going to remove the whole D's bias stigma for good. All right, so Brody, enough of D's bias. Now, my disdain is, Kaziah Pickett should be suspended for at least five to six weeks. Wow. I was not expecting that. I know. I totally agree. And and that's hard for me to say because Kazi's probably my second favorite player of all time uh, behind Clary. But I'm... I'm not a, I don't have bias. I have a little bit of bias. I'll say that. <laughs> but <laughs> just a bit. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. But Cozzy's action has no place in the game. My guy has run full sprinted towards Bailey Smith, launched himself in the air. Like at a his torpedo. Head. Yeah. Fuck them, Aro. <laughs> Fuck Michael Christian. That is that is five to six weeks. That is the, one of the most dangerous acts I've seen on the field, bar like a Barry Hall. King hitting and Andrew Gaff King hitting. If, yeah, if Baz stayed down there and was knocked out, would yeah. it, there yeah. would have been no doubt that it was five to six it, weeks. I think the only oh, reason it ten. was two yeah. weeks. No, not ten. Uh, what did Gaff get? Eight. Eight. Yeah, ten's like a knockout blow. Yeah, that would have been the same as a knockout though. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, I feel if if Bailey Smith got knocked out for that, it would have increased. Hundred percent. I don't know but how he didn't get knocked out. Oh, it yeah. was crazy! Straight yeah. to the chin. Yeah. The fact yeah. they got up is so impressive. It shouldn't. It should not be on the impact of the player. It should be on the action because Cozzy Pick is yeah. not going there thinking, mm, "I'm just going to hit him." He did get him high, but he's not gonna, not going to go there thinking, "I'm going to hit him like right on the shoulder." It's a split second decision. He's made the action to bump him. He's not thinking, "Oh, I'm going to hit him," you know, here or there. He's launched yeah. himself and takes the risk of hitting him high, and he did get him high. And it should be purely on the action. I think the system is. Is no, I got it completely wrong. I reckon if Toby Green did that, they would have. Yeah, what yeah, about I'm when sure. the AFL appealed the tribunal? Like, where's the yeah. AFL coming out? Set a precedent that the bump we had three mm. in one round, and the most that it is is three weeks yeah. from Shane McAdam. Come out, appeal the tribunal like you did for touching an umpire, yeah. and say this is not in yeah. the game. I agree. All in concurrence. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I think you got to look at. Shane McAdam as well. If you compare Cozzy and McAdam, who do you think would get more weeks just based on your own evaluation? I think uh, both were pretty bad, but I think Cozzy was worse yeah. just because he launched himself. McAdam um, maybe got him higher and there was a worse result, but he at least you know kept his feet on the ground. Um, Goodwin did come out today or yesterday and said that the pump is dead. So I don't know. I don't completely agree that the bump is dead, but I think those off-the-ball bumps are unnecessary you know a hip and shoulder is okay but as long as you know there's precaution involved okay Diz you can head on you can digress onto your new segment yeah so you know previously Hidden Gems was a bit of a fame favourite and we're bringing it back in a different manner so I'm gonna 
name two players, play A and play B. Yeah. And you're going to tell me which game you think is better based on stats. Yeah. It's always a tricky one. Yeah. Player A, 20 touches, six marks, four tackles, two goals, one, 20 pressure acts. Player B, 21 touches, four marks, five tackles, one goal, two, eight score involvements. So just give me an A or B and I'll reveal the players. Oh, I'll go A, I guess. 20 pressure acts, but I feel like it's more of a defensive player. Wait, say it again, player A. Um, say it like basketball, so 20, 6 and 4. No, no, just say... Oh. So, so two hard. goals, 20 pressure acts, 20 touches. Yeah. Can, I, marks, can I guess who it was first? Yeah. Was it... Um, oh, fuck. <laughs> was it Bo McCreary? No, but very close. Yeah, no. Twenty touches. Yeah. Hill? Ian Hill? Yeah. No, another one who's very uh, close. Is it a Colin player? I'm saying player A. Okay, I've got okay. the player A. Yeah, player A is Mason Wood and B is Sam Powell Pepper. Mm. I think they both played two very good games. Powell Pepper's move into the forward line as that pressure player, now racking up 20 touches. And that's huge for them. Yeah. And Wood without King... No memory, like, critical for their structure. Big win against Fremantle. No Massive. one had the Saints winning that. Um, yeah. He had a great pre-season game. And I really rate Mason Wood. I rated him at North. It's a shame he had so many injuries there and, and then got delisted. But, yeah, I, I rated him last year. I think he's one of the – I think actually probably a top five wing in the game. I rate him that highly because he hits the scoreboard often and he's always in the right spot. Good mark overhead. Very versatile. So I, I do rate him that high. Yeah, he's the kind of guy you can play anywhere. Yeah, however, had a good game too. All right, we're going to go to a segment we introduced last week. It's Doss's Stocks. Now, Brody, like, I didn't expect you to do your, your homework here, but uh, I know Adam has. Dean and I bought stocks last week. So, Dean, are we going to hold or are we going to sell those stocks? Yeah, wait, so did I buy in the Orange Tsunami? I don't was know that, what you bought. I, I know what I bought. You go. I okay. think I did. Or was that my big call? That was your big call. It's yeah, okay. I don't know. Okay, it's all right. You can you can, you can start fresh. So, <laughs> last week I bought stocks in the Harry and Ben Mackay conspiracy theory. Now, I'm not going to sell it, um, but I'm not going to buy any more. So we were at the North game, and Ben Mackay walked by <laughs> walked by us, and we did actually yell out Harry to see if we'd get a response at least twenty times. At least twenty times, <laughs> yeah. and we didn't. Length face. Now, Same response we get from Harry Sheasel when he's yeah. <laughs> Now, I'm not going to say that confirms that, you know, they are two different people because I think he's just covering it up. Like, why would he want to expose himself right there and then? So I'm just going to hold. I'm going to uh, dock. Is that what we're going to call it? Or we'll just say hold. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. I'm holding him. Something very random has come to mind. Yeah. But say it. I am buying Jason Horn Francis's sock and shoe combo. Okay. Wow. Yeah. No very worries. old fashioned, but I like it. I think it should be brought back. The long black socks and black boots. Yeah. It looks exactly like um, Bergman. Bergman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw, I think Harold's son got it wrong. Yeah, they did get it yeah. wrong. <laughs> it looks the exact same if it wasn't for the socks. Yeah. Yeah, no, but I think it, it's going to be a trademark for him. He's yeah. that type of player, rugged. Yeah. And no, I like it. It's socks up. Yeah. I know Pendlebury as well had black on black. Yeah. The Collingwood game. Like full black socks with black shoes. Full black shoes. But the socks pulled up. Adds yeah, yeah. yeah. The socks pulled, they look I, goofy. I love it. You look It's a tough look Gives him power like mm, Authority Plays for the power but yeah. Um, yeah Something I'm buying is Tipper as the sub 
Okay. Now, I don't know what his preseason's been like, but I feel like he doesn't have the fitness to run out a full game yet after spending a year away. And, yeah. <laughs> um, and I think he's just the quintessential sub right now mm-hmm. because he will impact the game with those two goals he did, pressure racks coming in late in the third, just get a fresh tipper for the fourth. And that's a great sub. Nice. Tactical sub now, so Yeah, yeah. Um first time at it, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and buy some Degoe stocks. Okay. It's his first it was his first preseason in four years without any distractions or time off from injury slash court and stuff like that. Um and he, he's shown on on Sun on Friday what he's capable of with twenty five touches and three goals and I only see him getting better from here against such a good team as well with such a good midfield. Yeah. So, yeah, I, yeah, back him in. Good call. Good call. Okay, I've thought of one. I'm going to uh, – this is strategic. I want to buy stocks in the Gorn and Grundy combo, Tap Brothers, Grundy, because I don't think it's going to peak yet. I think Grundy – Gorn was very good on the weekend, but Grundy I think has a lot of building and improvement to go. So I'm going to buy while the value is low, and I think you'll see Grundy uh, come into his own – eventually during the season and i'm selling the brisbane hype i did you buy into that last week i didn't i bought into it yes as i said before um i had them as my minor premiers and i'm not going to go away from that prediction because i've already said it and i'm not going to use hindsight but i will be selling brisbane uh stocks in brisbane hype if melbourne beat them they'll be owing too so so you've actually lost quite a quite a lot of value you're saying well, yeah, you, high, you I did go high. high. You, you yeah, s- yeah. You and it I'm when it was low. So well, I won't say they're low. They've dropped a oh, little bit. They but dropped a lot. Yeah, in terms of stocks, I'm selling the draw. Just get rid of it. Play extra time. Okay, it would make Good. games so much more exciting. Yeah. After round one, Carlton and Richmond don't need to worry about percentage. Pretty much, let's play extra time. Five minutes each way. If we're still drawing after, do a yeah. golden goal or something, and like no, no, no golden goal. I don't know. Just make it. it it's the perfect way to make a game yeah, that I wasn't agree. good. Yeah, much more exciting. I agree, but some sometimes these hypotheticals get a bit ridiculous. You saw what Scott Pendlebury said in the news. What? About make it like rugby with the sin bin. I have mm. seventeen on eighteen. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, I'm selling the Gold Coast Suns. Oh, oh just wow. the whole club in general. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Move them. Move <laughs> <laughs> to Tasmania or something. Um. No, seriously though, that. Very disappointing. Them, that yeah. is very disappointing. That they get hyped up every preseason about yeah. like how fit they are. Yeah. Tony yeah. Cochrane, uh, CEO, is gone now. Yeah. And they uh, usually mm. go okay against Sydney. They do. Usually at the SCG, but yeah, they do like Sydney. I think it's very disappointing for the Gold Coast. They, I wouldn't say they sold hype, but like everyone's, everyone's backing them. Everyone wants to see them do well. Yeah. And they keep coming up short. It's, it's yeah. I don't know. They're not really... Selling a, you know, like I know Sydney a grand final team, but eventually you're gonna have to beat those teams to 100%, make it. Yeah, and in round one when you know teams are sort of figuring yeah. their system out, I think it's a perfect time, and they didn't show up. I think they're still gonna float around that tenth to thirteenth mark. There's no real improvement there. I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we'll finish off with Brody, your favorite segment. We're changing the order around. We've gone uh, to finish the the podcast with. Yeah, favourite cups of the week. Favourite cups of the week, yes, thank you very much. We're previewing it now instead of um, looking back on it. You got it? No, I got it, got it. Okay. Um, Um, Do you you want to start off, Brody? Because you always let me... You don't want to start off? All right. I'm happy for you to start off. Happy for me to start off. Okay. Uh, I'll go with... 
Yeah, the I'm just gonna right off the bat. This is just spontaneous. I'm going with the Darcy Tucker Cup, North Melbourne Fremantle. Just traded to North Melbourne. Uh, did he play against North? I mean, did he play against West no, Coast? No, no. no. so even better. Yeah, Griffin yeah, Logue, nice. but he played. So you want more of that cult figure type player? And I've gone with Darcy Tucker. Yeah, nice. Um, sorry, I'm gonna butt in. But I, I just don't want anyone to steal it. Yeah, I'm okay. going with the OG Richard Tambling Cup. Richard Tambling Cup. It is the OG. I was thinking Tyson Stengel actually um, for that one. But yes, Richard Tambling Cup. You can't go past it. It is the the cup. A lot for Geelong Carlton actually. Yeah, it's just yeah. Uh, uh, we can go with a few. I'd probably say Zach Tui is the most prominent figure there. Um, yeah. Obviously still a very good player. Um, not bad on the blues, but elite for Geelong. So yeah. Yeah, I haven't really had a look at the games. I'll go with the. <laughs> give give yes, me yes, a team. Yes, 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 yes. Um, give me a game. Fourth on Sydney, very easy. Fourth <laughs> <laughs> on Sydney. Um, ben McGlynn, Josh Kennedy, of course, buddy, but yeah, he won't be playing. Yeah. yeah. Let's try to think some niche ones. GWS West Coast. Oh, Langdon. Yeah, yeah nice. Exactly. Langdon. Beautiful. Let's, let's, let's go through them. Uh, I'm not mm. sure. Actually, yeah, I feel like he did. Essendon Gold Coast. Yeah, Saad. Yeah. Saad. Um, Peter Wright. Peter Wright, mm. nice. It's never the other way. It's always goal. It's always the new teams. Yeah. Okay, St Kilda Dogs. Uh, Josh Bruce. Josh Bruce. Josh Bruce. Port Collingwood. Brody. One of them actually passed away. Yeah, I was gonna. I was thinking um, even too. McCarthy. Yeah. 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 Rest in peace. Um, yeah, a bit of a another one. Melbourne, Brisbane, Brent Maloney. Adam, there's one for Geelong Colton. If you can get him, like I'll be. Me? Yeah. Henderson. No, it's not Henderson. He's small. Um, Forward. Darcy Lang. There it is. Darcy, Darcy oh, Lang. Yeah, he was terrible. Yeah, that's. <laughs> 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 that was dark days. <laughs> and quickly finish off on tips. Quick tips. So Colton Geelong, Geelong for me. Geelong. 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 Brisbane, Melbourne, Melbourne. Melbourne. Brisbane. Brisbane. Collingwood, Port Adelaide. Collingwood. 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 Richard Tamlin Cup. Adelaide, Richmond. Adelaide. Richmond. Tigers. Adelaide. Zane Cordy Cup. Western Bulldogs and Kilda. Western Bulldogs. Bulldogs. Western Bulldogs. I got the Saints here. Okay, nice. Uh, Darcy Ducker Cup. Fremantle versus North Melbourne. North Melbourne. Frio. North Melbourne bias. Freo, you guys should put some money on that. Six dollars for yeah. Sydney. <laughs> Sydney Hawthorne. We do not um, condone uh, gambling. <laughs> Sydney versus Hawthorne. I'm going with the Swans, of course. Swans. Swannies. By a lot. Yeah, Sydney. Essendon Gold Coast. Gold Coast. Gold Coast. Essendon. Gold Coast. Finally, West Coast Eagles versus GWS Giants. I'll go with GWS. West Coast. GWS. West Coast. Boys, Adam, Brody, Dean, it's been a pleasure and it's been a really good podcast. I've really enjoyed tonight. Uh, thank you for all making time to come on. And um, to all the listeners, thank you very much for listening. Hope you enjoyed. We will see you soon. No Dawson Toss Plus segment this week or for now, but they might come out later. So thanks for listening and see you and goodbye.